My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. These are Mary's words as she sits with her cousin Elizabeth trying to make sense of a message that she's received from the angel Gabriel. What could all of this mean? That she, a young peasant girl from a poor and lonely town, never knowing the intimacy of a man, should be visited by an angel with a message beyond belief. She, Mary, was to be the mother of God, to bear the Son of the Most High. How was it that her, that her humble womb would cradle the Savior of the world? How can it be, she must have thought. It can't be me. And yet, Mary's answer is astounding. Let it be just as you say. That's her answer to Gabriel. May my life, she says, magnify the Lord through the birth of the Holy Son of God. And yet I have to wonder, I have to wonder, I have to believe that she still had questions and that the confusion remained, why me? Why now? How long? What if I'm not a good mother? What will people say? It can't be me. It just can't be me. Many years ago, when I was struggling with the call to ordained ministry, a woodworking friend of mine was crafting a small carving. And I was at his home for dinner one night, and I happened to wander out into the shop where he was working. And sitting on his bench was this piece. And I picked it up, and for whatever mysterious reason, I began to cry and my fingers running smoothly across this swollen belly, I knew immediately who she was. She was my Mary. And my friend, of course, couldn't figure out why I was behaving so bizarrely, what was going on with me, and I looked at him and I said, could I please have this piece? No was the reply. It isn't finished. Please, I said, don't you know who this is? Don't you know who you've created? No, he said, it isn't finished, and I don't care who she is. Stubborn as always, I said to him, but it's Mary, Jesus's mother. I need her. She has something to say to me. No, Linda, it isn't finished. There's a lot of work yet to be done, and maybe when it's completed, we can talk about it again. I want it to be perfect. And that ended the conversation. But not my longing, not in my heart, for that rough-hewn symbol had something to say to me. 
a year or so passed and we were my Tom, my husband Tom and I were going to be moving out of the area and we were spending a lot of time visiting with family and friends before we left and we were din at dinner at the home of my woodworking friend and as we finished eating he asked me to come out to the shop with him there sitting on the bench was Mary he looked at me and he said I haven't been able to work on this piece. I don't know why you want it so much. I don't know why I can't keep, I can't finish it. It's unfinished. It's imperfect. There's so much left to be done. And again, of course, I burst into tears. That's why I love it. Because it's me. I'm unfinished. I'm imperfect. And as I look at her, I think about the posture of humility she knows as she bows her head in prayer. I ponder the birth of possibilities in my life and I think about those crevices in her that hold both fear and promise the form and the shape of her body reminds me that God gives us life and nourishes us with an exhaustible love. And there's this crack, there's this crack that runs from her head just below her swollen belly. Somehow it reminds me that there are flaws in every one's life and in every aspect of life. During this Advent, I sit with this figure of Mary, my Mary, and join with her in pondering the condition of our world. So much pain, so much sorrow, so much sickness, so much despair, and so much darkness. And in the midst of it all, I join her. I join her in the midst of, of question and ponderment and bewilderment. And I join her in saying, my soul magnifies the Lord. And in the midst of it all, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For you see, there is hope. Hope in the new life that is born through the light of the world, Jesus Christ. In the message, which is a contemporary rendering of the Bible, I love the way that it translates Mary's words to Elizabeth. It says, I'm bursting with good news, with God news, and I'm dancing, I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. In this Advent season, may we find ways to dance to the coming of our God, that our lives, the way we lead them, may magnify the Lord we love. Amen.